Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Mental Health Mentor by Taylor Hayes. I am so happy you're here. Thank you so much for listening. So today our topic is therapy and does therapy actually work? Obviously, I can only speak from my personal experience, but I am definitely a huge advocate for therapy and it has worked for me. It has done wonders for my life and improved my quality of life so much. I am so thankful for therapy and my therapist, and I just think anybody could benefit from therapy. And that if anyone gives it a chance, that they'll see that it will benefit them as well. I know it's one of those things that some people are like, eh, that doesn't work. Or like, or they're like, oh, I don't know if that works. Or, you know, it's expensive or it's scary or, or it has like a stigma, which thankfully a lot more people are being open about mental health and therapy and it's becoming more normalized, which I could not be happier about. But it's definitely something that is very scary at first and there people have a lot of reasons why they don't start it or give it a chance it can be scary to tell your family that you want to go to therapy or your friends you know it was definitely something that when i first started therapy um went a couple years ago again so let me backtrack a little bit so when i was very little um i realized at a very young age maybe like five that um i had anxiety and OCD. I remember telling my parents like these thoughts I would have and stuff and then they were like, oh that sounds like OCD. So they, I'm so thankful that they got me into therapy and I saw an amazing therapist and he helped me so much. Um, I improved pretty quickly and OCD isn't necessarily something that there's like a cure for or it goes away, but the main symptoms that I had from like OCD, they pretty much almost completely went away like not a hundred percent but I was able to function in life so much better and I wasn't dealing with all of you know the scary thoughts of OCD and like the rituals and like compulsions and stuff um because that can be so exhausting and scary and so I'm so thankful at such a young age I had such great help and resources um to help me with that and so throughout my whole life like elementary middle school high school I didn't, I struggled with it a little bit, but not too bad. But then as I got into like the end of my like high school years, I started, you know, experiencing some more anxiety and sometimes I'd be like, oh, maybe I should go back and see a therapist. And then I didn't, or like my life was pretty busy. I kind of liked always staying busy and like working and stuff as kind of a coping mechanism for distracting me from my thoughts and stuff, which is okay to a certain degree, but um, I started like, I don't, I'm like, I don't want to work all the time just to like not be anxious. Like if I'd have a couple of days off work, I'd start getting anxious again and stuff. So it eventually reached a point where in college, when I was doing a lot of online work and stuff and actually studying psychology, that my anxiety got really bad um, where I was like, okay, I need to see a therapist. Um, so I don't know, that was probably maybe two years ago. And I just, I didn't really know of anyone, like, out of my friends or family or anyone who went to therapy. I was super ashamed at first that um, I was experiencing a lot of anxiety and that I had to go back to therapy. And, like, I look back at myself, like, two years ago, and I just want to give myself, like, a big hug because it was not something I should have been ashamed of. But when you're in a state where you're super anxious and it's hard for you to get your mental health under control, it can just make you feel ashamed and bad about yourself which you should never feel that way it is totally normal to want to go to therapy and have mental health struggles and going to therapy is such a good first step of taking care of your mental health and getting it under control to manage it so 
I went to therapy and I will say one thing. It is hard at first. Oh my goodness. Like it doesn't give you, you know, instant gratification or instant you don't have instant results from it is what I'm trying to say. And so if you can push yourself through like the first couple of therapy sessions where like you might not benefit from them so much because like your therapist has to get to know you so he can start to understand the root of um, things that you struggle with, insecurities or things that make you anxious or whatever you're struggling with. They have to really get to know you in your past. So they're only, they can't really start to really help you until you've had a couple sessions. Like they can give you some tips and strategies and stuff. One second, my cat's banging at the door. All right, I'm back. So they can help you a little bit at first, but it's so scary to dig up all of that, you know, trauma or things you're scared of or ashamed of or, you know, sometimes just saying your anxious thoughts out loud. It's like sometimes you get embarrassed to say them or you think they're not going to make any sense to someone because... They can be like so silly when you say them out loud, but like they're not silly in your head because they're, they feel so real in your head. And that's why sometimes therapy is one of the reasons therapy is healing because sometimes when you say things out loud, you realize that they kind of sound silly or like it's not a rational thought. And so then you're like, oh yeah, I don't know why I was worrying about that or like that's silly to think about or to worry about. So just having an outlet where you can say all of your thoughts and opinions and feelings that in itself is therapeutic so i just i think that's why a lot of people think therapy doesn't work or don't go through with it because it is so hard to like get all of those demons and trauma out in the beginning it is so scary for anybody and some people are going to feel more comfortable to open up at first or faster than others but it's totally okay if you are someone who's you know, more closed and it takes you longer to open up. Like you don't have to get into all the details right away. Like your therapist will help you with opening up and stuff. So I do want to let you guys know a couple things that I learned from therapy that were beneficial to me. Um, so when I went back two years ago, I went for, I went for several months, maybe a year. Um, and it, it really, really benefited me. Um, my mental health and quality of life has been so much better in these last two years. I've just become a lot more my authentic self, a lot more confident, a lot more at peace with myself, so much more open about who I am and my um, my mental health. Um, and I finally feel like I'm at a place where I can um, help others with their mental health. Um, so it was definitely like a, you know, kind of a dark place for me and like a sad place. Like I went through a lot of tears, a lot of worry. But it it really did bring me to where I'm meant to be. So I am thankful for going through all that. Um, I feel like I learned so much knowledge that I'm able to share with others. So one of the things I learned is um, that a lot of times with anxiety, you can um, you develop like an all or nothing mindset called like a black and white mindset. So you think in absolutes. So you think like if something's going wrong or having a bad day, like you think, oh, I'm I'm going to always have a bad day or like you just you just take things to the extreme. So if you realize that, you know, you're having a bad day, like you start to think like, oh, it's a bad life. And then like if you realize like, no, like I'm thinking in absolutes, you realize that that's your anxiety and that it's not true. It's a little tricky to explain, but I realized for sure that I have an all or nothing mindset. So instead, you want to adapt a mindset of everything in moderation. So if you think like you need to do something better or like 
you want to work on self-development like whatever it is if you have a day like where you're struggling and you feel off and like you're not necessarily completing your goals you might think like oh like i suck like i'm never gonna be good at this or you know whatever you're just thinking absolute so realizing that it's okay to mess up and things don't have to be perfect all the time or don't do them at all like sometimes it can be kind of like a perfectionist i wouldn't say i'm like a perfectionist like i have that's not something i've really dealt with in my life but i do think in absolutes so like we might for example like with dating like you might date someone and then like they might be like your whole world or like your everything and like you put all your effort into it and then if you get hurt you're like i never want to date again like and you're just completely shut off from dating like it just makes you kind of do things too much to where you get stressed out or burnt out and then if you if you get burnt out or stressed out like you overwhelm yourself to where it's like i don't want to ever do that again and it's just it's not a really efficient logical good strategy to use to like mindset to have to go throughout life so once you realize like certain things you do and that certain things you do are caused by maybe something like a mental health struggle you have or something you start to catch on to them so you start to realize like oh hey i'm doing that i'm thinking an all or nothing mindset let me let me not do that like let me not listen to that thought and instead let me switch my thought pattern to everything in moderation it just kind of is like a little reminder in the back of your head when you start to go down like a have an anxious thought or like get into an anxious cycle or you know have a negative thought like it's just kind of a reminder like wait no everything in moderation like so that has really helped me i know this is a little confusing to explain i hope that made sense um and also another thing is like i would always be worried i was going to be stuck in a situation or not be able to get out of a situation because sometimes like i one thing i like really struggled with is confrontation and like being assertive and stuff um it's definitely something i've gotten better at but i would say i'm like a pretty social person like and outgoing like I can get nervous in social situations sometimes but my social like any social anxiety I experience is mostly from like confrontation being assertive like stuff like that then like just having conversations with people um I used to have like a lot of social anxiety where I used to be like super super shy like but I've grown out of that thankfully um but yeah so one thing my therapist told me was the only constant in life is change and that that was just very reassuring to me and i always try to remind myself that if i feel like i'm stuck in a situation like stuck in a job stuck in a relationship you know whatever it is like we can feel stuck a lot but we got to realize that the only constant in life is change um another thing this was one of the most valuable things that i took away from therapy was that thinking about something over and over again isn't going to allow you to make a better decision or come up with a better solution so for me i felt this pressure to overthink anytime i was worried about anything i thought i was going to solve it by like overthinking and if i didn't constantly worry about it like if i stopped thinking about it and just enjoyed myself you know went and hung out with a friend or watch a tv show or whatever i thought like i was going to make the wrong decision or like the wrong choice i thought thinking about it would lead to a better solution so once my therapist told me that it took away my reason for overthinking and that's why i think therapy is so great because it can get down to the root of a problem and why you do you have certain thoughts or why you do certain things like have certain habits that you want to break or like unhealthy habits or unhealthy thinking patterns because a lot of times we have like anxious thinking patterns and stuff because of something 
we, we don't know the facts. So like sometimes when you just learn certain facts, it's really comforting and then you realize that what you're doing isn't helping you, it isn't protecting you, it's just, it's unhealthy for you. So that, I'm not going to say I never overthink anything anymore, but I really don't overthink too much. Like if I, I kind of just go with a mindset of like, if I'm worried about something or I, you know, I have like something big coming up, like an event or whatever that, you know, is maybe like overwhelming, whether it's in like a good or a bad way. I just like, I'll start to think about it and think, you know, what if this happens or like, how is this going to go? But then I just think it's just going to play out how it's going to play out. Like me sitting here thinking about it isn't going to change anything like of course you have to think about things somewhat like and come up with a decision but overthinking is not going to lead you to a better solution and I just I just want to share that with everyone because that helped me so much when I realized that and then um, another thing is to think like a scientist and to look for the facts so if you're having like a negative thought about yourself like that you're not a good worker or you're not outgoing or like you're never gonna make any new friends at this new school you're going to like because like you're just you're too nervous you're too shy like whatever it may be think what are the facts to back up that statement are there any have you had multiple people tell you you suck at your job or have you been fired from multiple jobs have you had years and years of trying to make friends and like nobody wants to be your friend most of the time when you look for the evidence to back up an irrational and anxious thought you won't find any evidence because they're most likely not true And also, recognizing that if you're experiencing what-if thoughts, that is anxiety. So a lot of times just realizing and recognizing, you know, whether we have anxiety or we're we're thinking an anxious thought, that can take away the power because it, it shifts our mindset instead of thinking a thought and thinking like, oh, this is true, this is reality, this is likely to happen, I need to worry about this. If we realize that something is anxiety and that it's not logical and it's not rational, then it takes away the power and the control it has over us and anxiety is much like a real thing like that's one thing i want to talk about that might be a little confusing to explain like when people say like oh it's just in your head like don't worry about it like that can be really upsetting and frustrating for somebody who's anxious to hear because here's the thing yes anxiety like and anxious thoughts a lot of times that they don't end up being true and a lot of times it's not something we really need to worry about like it's not something that's likely to happen so we don't need to worry about it or like it's not true it's not happening it's just in our head like that's true to an extent but it's still like our reality if that makes sense so someone just telling you like oh that's like it's just in your head like that's just anxiety like just ignore it like it's not real it's like that may be true like someone's outside world could be great you could have it all you could have a pretty house and like shelter and a loving family and friends but your mental health might not be good so I remember like telling my therapist I'm like like I'm so lucky I have a great family like I have a good life and like I have help and like resources and I'm so blessed and and thankful and grateful And then I feel guilty, you know, if I am sad or anxious or like just miserable because I can't get my mental health under control. And he said something, I can't remember exactly what he said. He's like, oh, so your outside world is good, but your inside world is not. Something like that he said. And I was like, yes, exactly. And um, I think a lot of people look at people who, you know, whether you 
you know, have decent money, like middle class, or you're rich, or you have opportunities, and you can go to any school you want, or you have a job, like, a lot of times people will look at somebody who has things, like whether they're more privileged or have, you know, had more chances and opportunities and help, people will kind of think that they have no right to their feelings, like their feelings are invalid, like, oh, you shouldn't be upset, like, at least at least you have a job, or you shouldn't be stressed out or complaining about your job, you're lucky you have one, where it's like, yes, that's true to an extent, but at the same time, every human has emotions, no matter how many friends you have, no matter how much of a great family you have, how much money you have, you still have emotions, you still get stressed out, you still get overworked, and while it's always important to be thankful and remember how great you do have it, you are totally entitled to your feelings and it's nice when someone will just let you feel your feelings and not try to tell you like at least you have this at least you have that because that's just most of the time not what somebody wants to hear like and most of the time they already know um so anyway i was going to say i'm trying to remember exactly where i was going here (laughs) yes i was saying that even though it may just be in your head It's about learning to control and manage the thoughts that we have and the fears that we have and realizing that they're not likely, there's not a high probability that they're going to happen, but it's still real. So I don't want, when, when I say like that, um, oh, like it's, it's not likely to happen or like it's not reality. I don't mean that like what you're experiencing isn't real and doesn't feel real. Because that's the thing, like, I used to get really anxious about health things, and I used to think I was dying all the time. Like, I could have the, like, littlest, you know, rash or, like, whatever, and I would be, like, I would just cat- catas- catastrophize. I probably did not say that right. <laughs> I would think it was the worst possible thing, like a catastrophe, and I would just, I would start Googling it, you know. <laughs> we all joke about how don't Google any, you know, medical health conditions, issues, questions, because Google will make you think you're dying. Well, I used to do that all the time, and I literally would think I was dying all the time, and it's like the worst feeling in the world. Um, So I definitely would experience some hypochondriac tendencies, and um, that is just, I don't wish that on anyone, because that can be so scary. So the thing is, that was my reality. It might sound ridiculous to somebody, and they're like, oh my gosh, like, it's just a tiny little, like, whatever it is like it doesn't mean anything it's not cancer it's not like you're not dying it's not the worst thing in the world but to me my brain convinced me that it was or it most likely was and I I had to go to the doctor and I had I had to get it checked out or I was being irresponsible and like I just felt all this guilt all the time like I had a very guilty conscience, and that is very very exhausting and not healthy so that was actually what pushed me over the edge to finally go to therapy because I, I kept going to the doctors all the time and then I realized I was like I'm not going to the right doctor I need to go to a therapist like I don't need to go to the doctor because oh my stomach hurts and this and that and like I'm like I don't I'm creating these problems like and then when you are anxious you can have physical symptoms from being anxious so you can really convince yourself you're sick it's scary your mind is so freaking powerful it's really crazy so Yeah, I just wanted to clear that up, that anxiety is real and it feels like your reality. So if someone tells you it's just in your head, it's like, yes, but it's still, it's still real. 
it's just as real as a physical symptom even though it's not tangible it's very much there and real and it's not always something you can just turn off even if you know something's not true like you have to work to change your neural pathways in your brain and rewire your brain it doesn't happen overnight and so the last thing i want to talk about is the three r's technique that i learned so my therapist told me if i'm ever experiencing anxious thoughts feeling anxious to do the three r's so that is recognize relax and redirect excuse me redirect so you want to first recognize that you're experiencing anxiety and that your thought isn't rational or logical and it, it could be the chemicals in your brain it's just it's just a thought it doesn't mean it's a fact then you want to relax you could do a meditation you could listen to music you could just take three simple deep breaths and then you want to redirect your attention to something else watching a show exercising whatever it is you like to do to get your mind off things this will change the way your body responds both like physically and mentally and emotionally to an anxious thought that way you're not dwelling on the anxious thought so it'll rewire your brain and over time this response will become more natural so for me does if you ask me does therapy actually work my answer is heck yes i recommend therapy to anybody and i i just really hope that if if you want to go to therapy that you you feel comfortable to talk to somebody and let them know or to book yourself a therapy appointment um i just i really think therapy is so normal like we have to go to the doctor for a physical checkup so like why don't we have to go for a mental checkup i honestly think it should be something that's just i think we should have to go to like a therapist like once a year or something just for a mental checkup like see how we're doing like why is that not a thing but we have to go to a physical checkup but i just i'm very thankful and happy that mental health is becoming more talked about people are more open about it because it's like why should we all struggle in silence alone and be scared and ashamed of what others are going to think of us when most of us we're experiencing the same kinds of things or maybe something different but we're experiencing another mental health struggle and it's like in some degree we can find so many people who who relate to us and are going through the same thing and sometimes even when we know that we know there's people out there who have gone through the same thing whether it's you know a traumatic event the same struggle like this to think the same way have the same personality it's like it's so nice when you find your people that you can relate to but sometimes even if we know there's other people who think like us or act like us our mind convinces us that we're alone even though we know we're not it, it convinces us that we're alone and we can't tell anyone and we should just suffer alone like and that's just no i don't want you to suffer alone so if you feel like you would benefit from therapy i encourage you to do so and um just try not to be ashamed of it um i'm no longer ashamed of my mental health and it is the most freeing thing in this whole freaking world so i love you so much i hope you have a great day take care of yourself always use your words to encourage and not discourage and try your best to uplift others and spread kindness to this world because we all need more of it and don't forget to smile and be your most authentic true self thank you so much for listening and i can't wait to chat with you in my next episode. Thank you so much.